Okay, hey guys, thanks for watching today. I'm Andy Ziesmer, and this is a weekly show called On Mission, where we're having this just ongoing conversation about how we live out the mission of Jesus in our daily lives. Today we're going to be looking at how we do the Bible, not how we study it, not how we read it, not how we memorize it, nothing like that. I want to really quickly find ways to put it into practice. Before I get into it, however, I want to tell you a bit about what we've been working on behind the scenes at A Jesus Mission. Um, we're looking forward to this coming year, and if you'd want to know more about it uh, and what we're doing, just sign up on our mailing list or anything like that. But I, I just spent the last few days of this week down in Modesto, California, where we have our Jesus Mission headquarters. It's the spot where we not only do the administrative work for Jesus Mission, but we're really living out the mission of Jesus in Central California. I want to say first, I'm so proud to serve alongside these people <laughs> because our team is there uh, doing well what we're talking about today. They have such a high level of intentionality when it comes to living out the gospel, not only alongside one another, but in the community that they're actually a part of. Um, one of the reasons I went down there this week is I went to film some much-needed conversations surrounding how we do church together. A Jesus Mission not only sends missionaries to plant churches in far-off lands, but we do the same exact work here in America, where our admin team and our local missionaries live. In the height of the COVID lockdowns, when gathering sizes were restricted and limited, we really, in a Jesus Mission, doubled down on what we were already doing, knowing that there was a huge need for people to be in healthy church communities. We've seen an amazing response to the healthy, small gatherings of believers throughout America these last few years. And we've learned a lot <laughs> about what to do and not to do in home churches. <laughs> so uh, coming soon on January 31st, 2023, we're going to release an hour-long conversation about the three critical things we've learned about house church. So consider subscribing not only to this channel, but go to youtube.com slash a Jesus mission where we will be releasing that video. So today I want to tackle this specific question though. How do we as Christians take the word of God and move it from an idea into practice? How do we read something in the Bible and then quickly act on it? <laughs> Some parts of scripture are easier to apply than others for for example, at my home church this month, we've been going through the book of Proverbs. Much of Proverbs is so straight to the point. It's simple. It gives you practical things you should or should not be doing. For example, Proverbs 1.10, which we just read, says, If sinners entice you, do not consent. <laughs> That's a pretty straightforward concept. <laughs> Don't do what sinners invite you to do. Sometimes, however, we get into the larger, overarching commandments of the Bible, and we find them difficult to apply. So I think what we should be doing as people living out the mission of Jesus is doing what we know right now. If you're a new Christian and you've only read one verse of the Bible in your entire life, then do that verse. If you've been walking with Jesus for 50 years and you, memor you have memorized the entire book of Revelation, then apply what you know. As the Holy Spirit draws us into deeper relationship with Jesus, we're going to be guided by him and we'll learn how to apply the word of God in all situations of our life. So today, we're just going to look at the verses that commands us to be doers, not hearers, and, and start with that. If you know the Bible at all, you've probably heard this scripture and it won't be foreign to you at all. 
In the CSB, uh, the Christian Standard Bible, James chapter 1, verse 22 through 27, it says this. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, but do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at him goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But... But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. <laughs> this is the scripture we quote when we say that Christians should be doing the word of God. We have to move beyond a simple knowledge of the word and into a spot where we're applying its principles and commandments to our daily lives. When we look at this scripture, James is talking to the tribes of Israel that have been scattered, and he's talking to the church. He's not telling random people who don't even believe the word of God that they should be more moral. He's not telling society around him to abide by the standards Christians do. Instead, he's saying, church, do the word of God. Then he gives them practical, super simple methods to do it. He starts out telling them, if you consider yourselves religious, but don't keep a tight rein on your tongue, your religion is literally worthless. That's a blunt statement. <laughs> so here's something we can put into practice literally today. Watch what you say. Be careful with your words. They matter. If we claim to be transformed by the gospel, but we carry on using the same language uh, or tone or aggression that we had before being changed by Jesus, then James is saying our religion is worthless. So simply put, to start doing the scripture today, be careful with your words. <laughs> Next in that scripture, he says that the religion God sees as pure is to look after widows and orphans in their distress. This one is pretty straight to the point also. Take care of people in need. We don't have to move overseas as a missionary and serve at an orphanage to accomplish this one either. You can start literally on your street or in your apartment building. I, I know of at least five widows in my little tiny world here in Camas, Washington, that I could be more intentional to serve. My own mother falls into this category. If you have a heart for orphans, there might be parentless children in your area that, that you're not even aware of. Find ways to care for these people. You can exemplify how the gospel has changed you and do the word of God by prioritizing others. I'll take this moment to give you another way to get involved, though, because um, a Jesus Mission does have an orphanage we've partnered with in the city of Jinja, Uganda. Joseph, who runs that orphanage, grew up in Uganda as an orphan himself and took this scripture <laughs> very seriously when he started a new orphanage after he got too old to live in the one he was in to care for those around him. If you want to learn more about the Jinja Orphanage, go to a jesusmission.org slash Uganda. Okay, I want to encourage you, though, if you've been struggling with how to apply the Word of God in your life, don't live under shame because of that. Simply start where you can today. If you have a family member who's either parentless or widowed, go out of your way this week to spend time with them. Serve them. Do the Word of God and care for them. This is, is a clear evidence that you take the Word of God seriously and that you're striving to be the church practically. Okay, I think the last thing we'll pull out of the scripture is this. Verse 27 says, Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is this, to look after orphans and widows in their distress and, 
here's what we're going to talk about, to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. I think the hardest application in this verse is actually the very last part, the part we often quickly read over and move on. How do we keep ourselves from being polluted by the world? <laughs> I personally think this one requires a huge amount of intentionality on our part. Far too often, we allow politics, uh, opinions, circumstances, and our preferences to quickly impact our attitude, <laughs> our persuasions, our reactions, uh, and our emotions. If we recognize in our daily life that something around us is polluting our thoughts, changing our reactions and our attitudes, then we should become a people who are not only aware of how that is governing us, but we should actively avoid those things. Maybe for you, the doom scroll on social media is polluting your mind. <laughs> Maybe it's the endless barrage of politics and podcasts you listen to that create an unchristlike response when you're given any chance to talk to anybody. Are you controlling your words when given the opportunity to voice your opinion on literally anything? <laughs> to keep yourself from being polluted by the world requires an effort on our part. The Holy Spirit will draw us into a closer relationship with Jesus, but if you're allowing those things that draw your attention away to dictate your day, then just consider avoiding them. People doing the word will know it, <laughs> will literally know the word of God, so you should be reading it, and then allowing it to be what gives you a healthy perspective on the world and on the people around you and on every part of your day. Spiritually mature people will walk out the word of God as they live out their lives. Let's be known as those people. Living on mission becomes easier and easier as we start to apply the Bible to our daily practices. Guys, thanks so much for taking the time to watch this episode today. I want to invite you to subscribe to this channel. Hit the like button on YouTube and please, please get involved in the comments or you can tweet at me. I want to, I want to talk to you guys. What do you do that makes doing the word easier in your life? I'll be back on next week again with another episode of On Mission here on YouTube and everywhere that podcasts are streamed. And so we'll see you next week.